Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 451. And today we're going to be looking at the city of Jinki number 10, the divine gift of Jinki number 10, which is being. And this is such a, um, this is such a, a concept beyond words. I always talk about these cities like um, I, 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 I find it very difficult to, to communicate because I, I don't a lot of it. I don't understand it myself. I've had glimpses of this, but we're talking about the moment just before attainment, right? Every city is is just one of the sixty four doors to the kingdom of heaven, right? So, becoming the city or realizing the city is realizing the door, but once you open the door. Then it's gone. Everything is disappeared. So um, Richard Rudd, the author of The Gene Keys, he has his own perspective on these cities. And um, sometimes he feels like he confuses them with attainment or, or, or he, he feels like it's attainment. I don't see them like that. Attainment, it's a, it's a whole other thing. So this city, this, uh, this uh, you know, uh, uh, it's we're, we're looking at the Gene Keys book, right? His book he wrote uh, about all the Gene Keys. And uh, he, what he writes about this this jinky sounds a lot like like attainment, but it's also very interesting because he he talks a little bit about Buddhism. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, bodhisattvas and and uh, and and the opposite of that, and and we're going to look into that. But it's uh, it's very interesting um, to contemplate these concepts, and because uh, this is the foundation of everything, the city is what enables the 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 game to be played without this foundation of love of of allowing of infinite uh, expansion nothing could evolve and so uh talking about being we're talking about something that is beyond evolution it's beyond movement it's just, and at the same time it is movement but it is it's very it, this is a mind a, a mind twist for sure and uh, it definitely do, does not belong in the mind. It does not belong in, in data. This is this is an experience. And this is, um, for a lot of us, it's still way ahead of where we are. We're talking about, this is, this is uh, what certain masters, you know, work their whole life for. And they still don't make it, you know. And, and, and you know, there's traditions like Tibet, Tibetan traditions where there's people that work on this thing, die. And then re, re, they re, re, they 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 reincarnate, and then they continue to work on it lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, and then you know ten lifetimes in it because they can track who's who's who right where they where are they born so they go and say okay I know you are this one and you gotta go to the monastery and and it's the same person in a in a, in a in a little kid now and they have to learn how to be human again and then they have to continue their journey so. Um, this is very advanced stuff. And um, so let's see how we can do with this uh, today. And, and just the main purpose of this is so we can know where we're going. This is the consequence of our transformation, right? Of our full experience in this reality. Go through the shadow, through the whole drama of life. Transmuted, awaken to our true purpose and, 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 and live a life of fulfillment. And once you're living that, once you've done everything you're here to do at some point, and this isn't something that you are, you should even be looking for. 
you, we contemplate this because it gives us an idea of the full picture, but it's not something that that you're going to get by looking for. It's it's It happens when you don't no longer need it, when you don't longer think about it, when you might not even, you, you might go through this stuff, transform your life, live a life of fulfillment, live in your gifts, have an amazing life of service. And at some point, once you're completely fulfilled, completely ordinary, completely, you're not even looking or reading any of this stuff, you know, boom, it happens in a moment. And then everything changes because now you're, you're going to another echelon of reality. <clears throat> so let's, uh, before we dive into this uh, uh, city of jinky number 10, if you're not familiar with the podcast, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a few links and one of them says jinkies. If you're not familiar with what we're doing here, Click on that link and listen to episode 256. And that explains what is it that we're doing on the terms of the jinkies. This is a tool that helps us heal ourselves, our misunderstandings of reality, and transform our life from the DNA itself. And we use a map called the Hologenetic Profile. On that map, it shows you how to, how to use this map. And, uh, and there's links to the Jinkies website so that you can download your free Hologenetic Profile. This is personalized just for you. And uh, there's also links for other books and stuff that we use, like the Art of Contemplation. And uh, all, almost from episode uh, 85 or something to like episode 350 or something, all of those episodes talk about the hologenetic profile. In detail, we go into very specific, each one of the aspects of this map, how to read it. And all of this stuff, all of this, uh, the episodes, the books, the jinkies, all of this stuff is philosophy. This is words. This is data. This isn't truth. This is just uh, hints, uh, kindling to your fire. The true knowledge that you can uh, take advantage of this uh, information is to apply this, this data, this, 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 uh, all of this um, uh, information, apply it into your life and call it forth through your contemplation so that you can overlay it on your life experiences. And then you will start seeing the patterns that repeat or loop and then you'll find a way to move through them. That's the movement from shadow to the to the gift. And this is what we're doing here uh, every day here, um, going through this understanding, these archetypes of human experience. So more of that is on that page. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. The, the, the thing that, that we're here, number one, our, our goal, ultimate goal, the reason why we're using the Jinkies is we, we want to heal ourselves so that we can show up in the world and bring our gift and our service and our genius to a world that desperately needs it right now. We're in the middle of a transition from an all hierarchical power structure matrix system uh, based on control and, and power over others. We're in the midst of a transition to a reality, which is going to be what we call here in the Jinkies, the synergy. You can look for that word on the search. There's a few episodes that talk about that. S-Y-N-A-R-C-H. Why? Synergy. And it's a, a completely different uh, um, organization of humanity where there are no longer lies. And, and we, uh, we help build a completely new civilization based on the understanding of how we actually are one organism. And we are so advanced that simultaneously as we are humanity itself, the entire of humanity is one organism. We simultaneously are unique individuals. And in order to break through that level of of, of understanding we must become our true unique individual self that is the journey the, the the journey the the road right 
and that's how we become one and and it, it's uh, we talk about all of that stuff on, on all, all episodes of this podcast but we also talk about what's going on in the world at large what are the as we look into the shadows into our shadows we also look into the shadows of the world we need to know the lie of the world the lies of the world the very bottom is the lie of the world is i am not good enough I am not worthy of love. And because of that, we have all the misunderstandings, all the conflict, all the drama, all the problems that exist in this civilization are because of that very core foundation, that very core lie. And now we have the offspring of that, the, the growing manifestations of that turns into a monster when we don't address the shadows. They become all the abuses of, of power and humanity, slavery and, and you know rape and murder and and, and and political, you know, atrocities, and and all of the things that are happening have always been happening, but people haven't been seeing, in, they haven't been looking, they believe that they live in a world where all of that doesn't exist, or they don't want to look at it, but it's so pervasive and so massive, and we talk about that, we need to look at that, in terms of specific right now, what's going on, because we are in the times of the, what they call the apocalypse, the times of revelation, we are, everything is being revealed and the truth is going to be, the truth of what's going on, all the lies of the world is going to, they're, they're being exposed right now. And right now we're existing, the world is to existing in two parallel realities. One that it's the, a, 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 a facade, a, a lie, a broadcast, a marketing worldwide timeline that they're um, painting through all mainstream media in all Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google, YouTube, all mainstream media, TV and radio, all over the world. They are broadcasting a very specific narrative of what the truth is and it is not what's going on. That's why we have a new tab at the bottom of TV. They'll take you to a page where we have a link to our Telegram channel and we're posting all the stuff that's currently being censored worldwide. Not everything, because there's so much stuff that is unverifiable, and we try to post the stuff that actually has, you can track it somewhere. It's actually has, there is, there is, uh, um, it's, it's, it's stuff that is verifiable right now, because there's a lot of, we're in, an inform, in the middle of an information war, and there's an insane amount of disinformation and straight out lies and, and, and misinformation. And a lot of people get, uh, get hang on, on these, uh, you know, rabbit holes that end up just, uh, dwindling their will to move forward there 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 um there there's different ways of of managing an information war and it's as serious as if it was a real physical war it's just that it's in a war for your mind and so we're putting we're talking about that so we can uh, we can heal ourselves so that we can show up in the world and bring our genius and do something Create the future, not wait until the Messiah comes to save us or some other leader or savers come, gets us out of this pickle we're in. But it's up to us. So this is what we need to know the truth. We look at our shadows, we, knew, we knew, look into our personal darkness and we look into the darkness of the world. And we say it like it is so that we can begin the process of healing it. And this is the future we're creating as the old power structure is collapsing, a vacuum is being created, and we need to put the future there. Because otherwise, you know, if you don't if you don't if you don't decide your destiny, somebody's gonna decide it for you, and it's not going to be nice. And it's already happening. And we, we we're not gonna be talking about that today, but in other episodes we talk a little bit more about this. 
But uh, let's dive into this CD, this divine gift of Jinky number 10, which is being, right? Like I say, I'm just reading this stuff. I'll give you my opinion. Uh, uh, but it's just philosophy, right? This is nobody can teach you this stuff. You have to contemplate it for yourself and get your own download. This is very important because we know where we're going. This is our future. So you can shoot an anchor of consciousness into the future and then you can give yourself a line so that you can move into that future with your with your decisions. And this is very this is the reason why we're also posting all the news that's going on. So that you can connect to your divine guidance, your intuition, the divine light of creation, and have a conversation with God so that you can make decisions in your day-to-day life so that move you into the timeline that ultimately will take us here. And this isn't going to happen tomorrow. This The manifestations of these uh, divine gifts are few and rare throughout history. But uh, ultimately, in the next uh, 100, 200 years, we're going to become a civilization that lives within this frequency of the city. So this city of being is also kind of keynoted divine laziness, right? And it's very interesting. He calls it like that. We're going to look into that because there's a moment when there's, it's just like a dog, right? Why do dogs just lay down? You know, they're just being, you know, they're at a place of just connection and then they get up and do their thing and then they lay down again, right? So we're going to look at that. This is kind of interesting and funny too. So we yesterday we talked about, <laughs> yesterday and the day before, we were talking about the um, the gift of naturalness. And uh, there were uh, five different phases that moves us from the, uh, the shadow of self-obsession to the gift of naturalness. But after you pass through the last phase, right, before you awaken of this, this light, last phase, uh, the flower of your unique individual, flowering of your in, in unique differentiated self, individualized, right? That is the moment when you you become living a fulfilled life, right? In terms of this jinky, which may you may or may not have on your profile, but still we all have at the very core, because at the very core is this uh, 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 self self preservation uh, instinct, right? And so, but. But there's a sixth phase, right? And that's when you, like I'm saying, you know, at some point you might be, you might be done with the gene keys. You might be having your life. You you might have already given all your gifts to the world. You're fulfilled. And you are just at peace. And, and with, with yourself, with life, with your family, with the world. And then boom. And this is what's called the sixth phase, right? To the, pro, the process of becoming yourself. Because at this point, it's even beyond yourself. It's a self that's beyond the self. Like I said, this stuff is just, it's, you're going to have to really read between the lines here because these words don't really talk about it. We're just kind of alluring to it. So, <coughs> sorry. So the process of becoming yourself that brings an end, this process, the sixth phase, brings an end to the whole notion of knowing yourself. In a sense, it is a return to the stage before you even asked the question, who am I? Because yesterday we were talking about that's what triggers the beginning, right? Because that's that's where the mind starts. Before the mind, there's just presence because we have to run, be running from the predator and, and, you know, eat, right? And, and not die in the cold, right? But then we evolve, we get agriculture, we get housing, whatever, families. And then the mind starts ordering the data. And then it, the mind begins asking, who am I? So this is obviously we're talking about the holodeck, right? The the The... As, an, as a metaphor, right? We're using this 
the holodeck of Star Trek, right? That creates holograms. And this reality is in, it's literally a holodeck. It's, it's, it's a, a holographic universe. So underneath the hologram, it's the holo, the holodeck, the room that creates the hologram. And that is the city, the, 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 the foundation, the grid that allows life to, to exist. And so before the mind starts cre- coming up with who am I, you're, you're returning to a stage before that because it's coming full circle. Going to the city is going back home, going back to God, where we come from, right? So that moment you, you touch the handle of the, of the door of the city and that moment you, it's one moment of realization that everything is God, right? It's beyond words. The words don't, the words don't mean anything. It's, it's, you become nature, right? So this sixth phase is the city of being. Right at this city level, everything dissolves, and I always keep talking about on this city. Is you dissolve your personality dissolves, but everything dissolves: the self, the not self, the mind, the form, purpose, meaning, everything. All of these questions, there is no need to ask anything. And this is where I kind of talk about that he kind of merges the city with attainment, because I'm, I'm I would say more that. Uh, this dissolution, complete dissolution, is the attainment. <clears throat> However, <clears throat> he also, he's also going to bring in <clears throat> an aspect <clears throat> of Buddhism that that addresses the being and the, the meaning and the and the meaningless, meaninglessness and the eternal evolution. So that this makes it really interesting because now we're going to be talking about spiritual politics throughout history, which is really interesting. So this is sometimes known as the I am consciousness. In the 10th city, there is no sense of I. There is only pure consciousness expressed as being. And this is where I see, this isn't the the 10th city in my opinion. This is already inside the room. The 10th city would would be the moment... That you realize the being, but as soon as it could, it could be like like a moment after, you know, it's 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 not necessarily the door, because the moment you realize that, then the the eye drops, the individual drops, and 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 then it's just just life, just what is, right? The is it wouldn't be I, it would be is. And now we're now we're talking gibberish. <laughs> it's like what does that even mean, right? But just like let's let's look into this from from a higher perspective and and, and let's try to just put ourselves uh, put shoot that anchor into the future so that you can pull yourself to that very specific future from where you are right now because we're all still in the shadow gift dynamic here in this reality. So along with its programming partner, and this is I always talk about. There's these two programming partners that always work together. There's thirty two pairs of uh, the each the each one have two. And this one, the, the programming partner is this 15th city of fluorescence, right? These two, the 15th city in, inspires a paradox. Between these two, there is a paradox, right? And, and this is well expressed in a particular in Buddhism with the arhats and the bodhisattvas, right? With these two jinkies, the arhats would be being and the bodhisattvas would be fluorescence. We're talking about the level of the Siddic level. And so these two expressions can be understood and rep- as represented being and becoming, respectively. The arhat is one of the tenth city is is oh, the arhat is is the tenth city representing pure being, a state in which evolution no longer exists or matters. 
And this is, I think, in my opinion, I think this is a trap because uh, because it doesn't really exist. There is no such thing as as as, as stillness. It's it's like uh, it's like even even absolute zero doesn't exist, right? It cannot be reached. What is absolute zero? And and if there, if there was such thing as as the the stop of of movement, uh, the entire universe would cease to exist. So I think this is a, this is a misunderstanding, uh, but I, but I'm not there. So there's people that supposedly has gotten there. I, I don't know. I I tend to go more with the bodhisattva one. So for the arhat, once he or she is enlightened, the whole universe is also enlightened. So there is nothing more to be done. And this is where I think that this comes the misunderstanding because I don't really believe that the people that achieve this state of enlightenment uh, uh, really, um, um, they were really enlightened. I think they achieved an understanding of, of presence that, um, that, that reached a level where it's kind of like a rest point, a plateau. And I've read a little bit about that. And when you stuck on that plateau, it could be millions of years. But then you realize that there's universes beyond this universe. There's, there's multiverses beyond this womb of multiverse in which we exist. So it's like, I think that it's, it's kind of like a, a little bit of, a, of, a, of a, um, uh, a trap. It's my opinion. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just inventing stuff because I, I haven't even reached that level. But, uh, but it's just, it just as I contemplating, nothing in the universe points to something like that. You know, I don't see enlightenment as, as, a, as a stagnancy. I see enlightenment, the, the entire opposite, uh, a complete exploration of something so beyond the, 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 our present understanding of reality that life continues forever. And we don't even know what's going to be after that. But 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 the movement is the constant of life. So um, so but um, but for the bodhisattva, what is the fifteenth city? There is no end to life. This is kind of what I'm seeing it. And it's also it's very interesting that the Buddhists have this this paradox, right? Which is continue life is continually evolving. It's a continually evolving state of flowering. Thus, the bodhisattvas take a vow to deliberately hold back their enlightenment in favor of helping evolution complete itself in the form of guiding others towards the state of liberation. And I don't actually agree with that either. Because I believe that there's a point where you reach enlightenment, which is not the, 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 the stillness of movement, but it's a whole other step into a whole other reality. And it's not that they're holding back their enlightenment, they're holding back their journey into the next reality. And these are, these are masters and teachers that, you know, uh, they, they know they, they can reach that level of, of connection to the whole. But they're here. They, uh, they know that once it's done, they're gone. And so, um, so I think, I get, it's just kind of like now we're getting into gossip here. I think that the Arhats are not really um, enlightened. Because I think that enlightenment, once it happens, you're done here, you're gone. And your enlightenment, nobody knows what happened to you, right? But if the Arhats are still here, you know, because now they're enlightened, yeah, they're not. 
It's, I mean, I don't know. We're just talking. This is gossip. But we have no idea. So the Arhat and the Bodhisattva have caused a great deal of confusion in mystical circles. The way of being is represented strongly by the tradi- the, the way of being is represented strongly by the tradition of Advaita Vedanta, one of India's olden, oldest spiritual streams. And, and I was talking about this yesterday. This is, an, I, I thought it was a Jashanti, but it's not. That's, that's a person. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a guru. Um, Advaita Vedanta. This is one tradition that, uh, um, you know, the whole thing is, you know, there's nothing to do. We are enlightened. Everything is, everything is enlightened. You know, and, 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 and I was talking about that yesterday. And this is a trap. This is a trap because you have to discover this. No one can tell you the name of God. People can say God is this, God is that, but it's just their point of perspective. You have to meet God yourself, right? So uh, the, this whole uh, teaching and this whole study is, uh, is a trap, in my opinion. It's a trap that keeps people uh, stuck in this illusion of enlightenment. I'm already enlightened, but they haven't walked the journey. Just they are in the mind. They're stuck in the mind. But anyway, that's this is where it gets spiritual politics, right? Through the tenth city, a great lightness is born, and a great humor concerning life itself. This is why I see. This is what I do see. The manifestation of the tenth city. The moment you reach that door, it's 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 a relaxation in life. It's not this uh, um, rigid um, state of enlightenment, right, where there's no movement, because because humor is movement, right. It's a relaxation that it's, 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 it's this relaxed movement through life. It's a completely different thing. So to experience life through the 10 cities, to see everything that normal human thinks, you humans think as of as importance reduced to a game or illusion. Yes, I do see this happening because you, you get to that realization, you will see all of the game of this reality. This reality... Because the, the the life doesn't end here, life doesn't end when you ascend, right? Life that that's just another journey. The journey goes on. We don't know where, but this reality, this game of the drama of humanity, then you realize the nature of of the the illusory nature of this game, right? I do see that. Now to the arhat, life is meaningless. Time is an illusion, and therefore evolution itself is a game. And so this is um, this is kind of like the the realization of of the of the tenth city, right? From from Buddhist perspective, right? There is no meaning, there is no time, there is no evolution, and in my opinion, when there is no no movement, life begins to decay. Life cannot just be, right? This is kind of this is the paradox where we're talking about being, right? What happens when, when you, it's like, I see it like somebody, life, the universe, nature is moving, the planets are spinning, and somebody just pauses the button. And that's the end of life. Everything's stagnant, it's static. That's it, that's enlightened, we're enlightened, we're aware of the entire of everything. Now what? We're just gonna, you're just gonna be, be that. Maybe, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong, right? Maybe in that place you just, the being is so incredible that just being the entire of creation, it's a whole other thing. But I think that, I think that these two kind of like, it's just kind of like 
we're not really, we're trying to explain things that are beyond our experience. So we're just kind of shooting in the dark here. But I think that there's, uh, um, you know, information of value between these two things, right? We put together throughout life, we'll figure out something at some point. So because this viewpoint is generally viewed by the unenlightened as selfish, I don't necessarily see it as selfish, I just see it as boring, and threatening to their ongoing identification with evolution, that could happen, right? If you, if you, if you understand movement, uh, uh, um, you know, from the shadow or from the unenlightened perspective, right? The arhat has been mostly skewed in favor of the bodhisattva. Thus, flow of politics of enlightenment. These are the politics of enlightenment, right? To those outside these states, they appear utterly contrary to one another. But to the being manifesting them, both poles are experienced together. This is where it gets interesting, right? If you could have this understanding, now, now that sounds more to me like enlightenment simultaneous realization of the meaningless of existence and the and the game of evolution while simultaneously the ever expanding expanding foreverness of god because if we're talking about god we're talking about concepts that can remember in the subatomic structure two atoms can exist in two two subatomic particles can exist in the same place one subatomic particle can exist in two places or more at once there is no, you know, order in that place. Two plus two, it doesn't equal equal four. Maybe, maybe not. Right? We're talking about probabilities. We're talking about a completely different level of of reality beyond logic. And so, this stuff makes more sense to me. I don't fully comprehend it, but it makes sense that God would be both the nothing and the everything simultaneously. And. Uh, so um, um, so the Arhat has nothing left to do in the world, whereas the Bodhisattva has a deeply focused mission to help others. I don't think that either of these are enlightenment. So this is why I think this is the, this is the, the door, the city. This isn't the attainment inside of the room, right? The attainment is a completely different thing. This is that move, that space, that moment before attainment. Both these are the Arhat and the Bodhisattva. So the 10th city, these are people whose awakening encompasses all existence. The intense focus on oneself that comes through the 10th jinki finally breaks its identification with, with form and experiences everything as self. This is where I look at, at Richard Rudd getting inside of the room of attainment. It's not, for me not, because it, 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 this is a bit confusing, this kind of chapter. Of the of the city because it's I think it's it's been it's mixing both things because when 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 the everything is self or self is everything that dissolution of everything but with absolute expansion in all directions that it's attainment that's inside of the room the light the latest the seventh room right so the tenth city is a reminder that it is all but a game in which even our loftiest ambitions are ultimately meaningless. And at the at the very at the very point, yeah, it makes sense because at that point you realize the game and you're like, wow, it's like you're just watching something from you're watching a movie that you know the ending. You're like, I already watched it, you know. Yes, it was fun, but it's it was it's over. I know the ending. 
I know, I, I have, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm already became the entire, all of the frames of the movie. I am the, the whole thing, the whole story. This just happens, can, happens to anyone with anything, right? But this is at the ultimate level of reality. So the 10th city sees the beauty of the game of evolution, but has no alternative but to undermine it. Being undermines everything. It does not allow identification with anything outside the wonder of the present moment. I wouldn't use undermine because it doesn't even exist undermine in, in this state. Undermine would be like kind of like, and this is kind of like the energy that I get from the Arhat. You know, it's it, I don't see enlightenment there. You know, I see, I see, I see still, I still a faint of that self-obsession right there, right? Because how would you undermine anything? At that point, you, you are it. You cannot undermine yourself because there is no self and there's nothing to undermine. There is, everything is one. So I think this is a, this, this is a, uh, in my opinion, this is not the, the right word for this. To the person who has entered the mystery of the tenth city, the two poles of being and, and becoming are one. This is what I do think makes more sense. It is the revelation to the rest of the true nature of being and at the same time bear witness to the flow of form becoming more and more complex through evolution. But simultaneously being nothing and expand for all eternity. To the one with to the one within the tenth city, to the one within the tenth city, I don't know what that means. To the one within the tenth city, the person that has the tenth, the, the, the being that has realized being, right? There has never been anything to do because there is no one to do it. This makes more sense. So why all the fuss about our future? There is no one. There is nothing. At this point, you know, so it's like, it's it's, uh, it's very interesting to see it. So kind of like this, but like, again, we're talking and we're jumping around the tree, right? Being is the nature of consciousness in form and it has no agenda or direction. It simply is. That's what I was talking early. The I is replaced by is. In that simple statement lies a power beyond all comprehension. Nothing has more power than being itself because it is. Being is, right? Being that rests behind all the dramas of the world and our individual lives, right? To rest unattached in the supreme state of being whilst at the same time participating in the adventure of our evolution, this is quite possibly the greatest task that the humans of the future will have to master. And this is exactly what I keep talking about all the time when I say we are the character playing the game, playing the, playing the theater of life and simultaneously we're observing ourselves playing the character. We're both. And so this is where we're going to evolve to really becoming that because... And, and not only just at the level of this reality, because there's other layers of reality. Who knows? Maybe what we consider ascension or enlightenment is just like an awakening to another life, right? And a life that's being that's 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 both simultaneously watched and and experienced, watched by yourself, right? You are the entire of the universe. I mean, we don't know what's beyond. Maybe we're all just molecules, 
in, in the body of somebody, the entire of the galaxies. I mean, this is when you start going like, whoa, dude, that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that kind of like, you start, you, this is head tripping because we're just, we're just, uh, we're just imagining things. But the one thing that is true is that we are here now. We are the main character of our life right now in the present. And if we can gather the ability to observe ourselves playing the character and play the character fully, you're not going to just pretend or say, oh, well, it's a character. I know it's a character. Why should I care? I'm just going to sit down, lay in bed. That is not the the arhat. That is not the, 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 the city. The city is a completely different thing. It's not, it, it, it's not an... It doesn't even have that I am thing. It it is it is the pond. It is the, the air. It's a completely different thing, right? So observe yourself playing the character from that state of being and simultaneously fully engaged in this lifetime and even beyond ascension where that journey will lead us. We don't know. But we have a lot of work to do here before we get to that. This is great to know, to contemplate. This is interesting stuff. And it's good to, uh, like I said, shoot that anchor into the future with your consciousness and say, God, lead me on this path. I am on my way home. We have reached the end of the episode today. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. Tomorrow we start looking at Jinky number 11. Follow us on Telegram and Truth Social. The links are on Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv at the very bottom. You can see the tab that says News. And you can uh, look uh, for the links to our Telegram and Truth Social accounts. We have a chat room. And if you want, uh, uh, you can follow, you can uh, contact us there. That's the place you can do that. And uh, if you need help with this stuff, you want to deepen your study of this, using this tool deeper, and, and, and bring something into the world, help you bring, help use this tool to help you bring the, the future into the present. Click on the support button and we can help you with that too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.